you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 203. On tonight's episode, the Manlings continue their quest down that chaos road. I'm worried about them too much chaos. They're revisiting Korn to talk about the getting started sets and how you might incorporate those into starting an army if you like Korn. And if there's any feedback, there's a lot of sick puppies out there who are writing to them telling them how much, oh, now I love Korn, you make me want to buy stuff. Stop it. It's not good for you. Cut it out and shut it. I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Garage, you tools. For the next two hours or thereabouts, we will do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you slaughter bands, murder bands, and gore blades. I'm Alex Gonzalez. And I'm not Eddie Brock. I just want to point that out to you. We are Venom? Yeah, no, we are not Venom. Um, No, no, no. Don't do that to me. Oh, really? Okay, you know what? Okay, I'll throw this out there. Morgan wanted to see it super bad. Like, really wanted to see it. And when I heard it was coming out, I'm like, ooh, Tom Hardy. And I kind of have a man crush on Tom Hardy. Who doesn't? I'll I'll see anything he's in. I watched that movie Lock, which, by the way, I'm throwing that up as a recommendation later in the show, so I'll come back to it. Um, like so I'm like okay I'll take you like it was Friday like I was like dude I kind of wanted to go to Lindsay's and get a game in but I'm like we'll go early and I'll go to Lindsay's afterwards. Um, Harrison liked it. His girlfriend liked it. Morgan liked it. Kira liked it. It's not a good movie though. Like I'm just saying, like it's just generic bad guy, generic villain, least exciting car chase scene I've ever seen in my life. Tom Hardy's great. Like I like him. His accent's a little weird. Um, but I just thought that, I mean, just, and I like everything. So I thought it was weird that I was the only one who didn't really care for it, but, uh, I don't know. It just, and it wasn't that they had to change the starter story, the origin story. Cause you have to change the origin story because you can't just be like, Oh, by the way, there was secret wars. Like you can't do that. Um, but I was, I was, uh, I was not pleased. Plus I have to say this. If you go to the theater, pay attention to when the movie starts because the running time is an hour 52. The credits started rolling about an hour and 33, an hour and 34 minutes into the movie. And I was like, why is, what is going on? Like, why is there almost 20 minutes of, 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 tra- of you know, credits? Um, you get a, I think it's about two, two and a half minute mid credits clip. And then you get a two-thirds of the way through the credits, five-minute piece from the animated Spider-Man movie thrown in the middle there. I'm like, oh, come on. Seriously. So that movie is not not nearly two hours. It's listed as an hour 52. It's about an hour and a half, a little over, just over an hour and a half. Um, so when you hear Tom Hardy saying how they cut like a half hour out of the movie, I'm, you know, they they did. So that's a that's a director's cut, probably coming out. Maybe it'll make it a little better. I don't know. Maybe you'll love it, but I'm just like blarg. Well, I mean, I think that was one of the things. Like with Suicide Squad, a lot of people didn't care for that. No, that but was blarg watched, too. Yeah. Okay, but you watch the director's cut, the extended release. It is much better than the theatrical it, cut. Honestly, it is much better. And and I'll and I'll go out on a limb and do you one better. <laughs> Wise Gamora, but um. And I know everybody hates this movie except me, but the 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 director's cut of Batman versus Superman, and it's got no extra action. It's all extra explaining what the heck Lex Luthor was planning. That made that 
that that actually polished that turd kind of nicely. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm saying it that way because, look, I will watch anything with Batman in it. I own the 66 Batman movie. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. But that was pretty – that was rough. That was hard. It wasn't as bad as Justice League, but it was hard. Um, yeah. And uh, even that director's cut was better. Like I said, I mean, if you if you love Venom, you'll probably enjoy it. It wasn't like, – there were parts I enjoyed. It wasn't horrible. It just wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? Like we've got like what thirty in the past like ten years we've gotten about thirty superhero movies. We got twenty from Marvel. We've got a few from off to the side ones, and then we got all the DC ones. And um, if you're giving me samey samey at this point, I'm just kind of rolling my eyes at you. That's 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 my beef. But this that's not the point of the show. And I just lost Alex. He hung up on me. Oh my gosh, he's so offended that I didn't care for Venom. Here he comes. I can't believe you hung up on me just because I didn't like Venom. I didn't hang up on you just because you didn't like Venom. Oh, you hung up on me for better reasons? No, that dog stepped on my phone. Oh. <laughs> Can I just leave that in? I don't want to edit that out. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So, hey, let's get into this. Um, we got stuff and things. So, um, yeah, we should before probably take the sponsors before they all quit on us. Probably. Uh, so, as always, you need to take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore! Chaos Orc Superstore! Chaos Orc Superstore! Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios for all your MDF basing needs. And uh, templates, tokens, all sorts of stuff. They're awesome. Yes, they are. Uh, Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. Not that Wakanda, and not that Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And Black Dog Hobby and Game in Loves Park, Illinois. I've heard lots of good things about Black Dog Hobby and Games in Love Park, Illinois. Alex, would, would you like to hear some of the some of the things I've heard about it? I think we should. I've heard that it is the place to be for gamers out near Loves Park, Illinois. Whether they like miniature games, if they like card games, board games, RPGs, you can get all that stuff right there at Black Dog. They've got all of it. They've got now. I don't know if this is true because this is a this sounds like a really stacked calendar. But I heard it. they got RPG nights Tuesday, Magic uh, Modern Magic on Wednesday, board game nights on Thursday, AOS Fridays, and just generalized Warhammer on Saturdays, and then on Sunday the Lord rested. Um, and I they can and that you can find them on Facebook. Obviously, you can confirm all the things I just said on their Facebook page and check out and they got meetup groups and stuff like that there. Would that be accurate, would you say? It would be. Excellent. I'm I'm I I remember things. That's cool. Yeah, well, it's a good start. But you know who else we should say thank you to is our Patreon sponsors. We always have to thank the patrons, the one percent who make this show and all the extra nonsense possible. Um, I want to thank our associate producers. Uh, we always have the associate producers, Phil Elliott and Dwight Sims. Thank you both to them. And the executive producers, Nick Nefliotis and Big Jake. Those guys are are the heavy hitters in the in the Patreon pantheon of sponsors. Did you like uh, the alliteration there? That was pretty fancy, huh? I was right off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Uh, we also have two new sponsors. Two new sponsors, Christopher Bjerga. I think it's Bjerga. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. 
And and another Christopher, but spelled differently, Christopher Sanders. Christopher Sanders, by the way, is coming in as an associate producer, just so you know. We got a new associate oh. producer coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to thank all you guys for becoming the 1%, the people who make this show and all we do so amazingly possible. Um, yeah, that's that's an awesome thing, and I'm so happy about it. So now, did you send a Patreon survey out to everybody? Um, I did a while ago. Okay, I didn't get as many responses as I'd like, but I got some responses. Um, okay, I did send out another. I sent out some emails. I had a few people who had to, you know, I mean. You know, p- patrons come and patrons go. It happens. You know, people have their financial situation changed, things like that. But I had a few who dropped who I kind of who I owed a paint night to. So if you've if you've you know dropped in the last month or two, and uh, I've I've sent a couple emails out trying to just say, hey, look, if you wanted one, you know, we're like, uh, you know, I owe you one. I'm happy to to do a Skype paint night. Um, and I haven't heard back. I heard back from one guy. Uh, he was busy this weekend, so. But the other guys, hey, check your check your emails or your voicemails because that's the whole point is that I wanted to do this with you guys. So um, let me know. But other than that, yeah, check out the Patreon page at patreon.com slash garage hammer. And uh, if you want to help out the show, um, that would actually be kind of awesome. So just, you know, anything is cool. And if not, that's cool because this will always be a free show. You don't have to give us anything for this. Um, we just love yammering about Warhammer and we're forcing the rest of the world to at least have a chance to listen. Uh, okay, we got one voicemail. Did you know? Oh. <laughs> voicemail. We have voicemail. Yeah, voicemail. apparently we do. I love you voicemail. You can fast forward. I love Jesus. it. I love my voicemail. I'm sorry. That was, uh, I was... And we never get another voicemail again. That's Thanks, my elf Dave. impression. You're my dad, and I love you. I love you, Dad. Um, all right, voicemail. Okay, time out, time out. What? You rag on Venom, and you like elf? No, it's just... it's. Do it, I need to hang up on you again? No. <laughs> See, you did. I knew it. No, um... No, elf, elf, the kids love elf. Every Christmas it's on. I've seen it only 100,000 times, despite not wanting to, because it's on all Christmas long. And I literally just saw the DVD case because I was cleaning up the DVD rack and I was, or shelves and I was putting stuff away and I just saw it and thought of it. So there you go. That's that. There you go. Now you got insight into the thought processes of me. So not that you ever wanted that, but there you go. Voicemail, 757-GH-SHOW-6. That's one. 757-GH-SHOW-6. Most international callers dial 0 757-GH-SHOW-6. Please call. Leave a voicemail. We love them. I got another one here, and oh, you're gonna you're gonna love you're gonna love this one, Alex. I'm telling you right now. Here we go. Wait. Hey guys, it's Stefan from Colorado. Listening to episode 201 right now. I'm only about 15 minutes in, so if you address this later, I won't call back with a second voicemail. Um, yeah, I love the discussion on all the old campy kung fu movies. Big Trouble in Little China, definitely a fantastic watch. So I agree with Wytak. Um, if you like that kind of thing, uh, the uh, Kung Fu Hustle is a fantastic watch as well for something more modern. And, oh, wow, going in the Wayback Machine, Seven Deadly Venom. That's fan- that's a great movie. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, always a great podcast, and uh, keep it up. Thanks. Big Trouble. 
And uh, he is right, though. If you like a, a good uh, a good uh, throwback to uh, classic uh, kung fu cinema, uh, the Kung Fu Hustle is a really fun movie. That movie is awesome. Um, and Seven Deadly Venoms. Yeah, I own the I own all the Sunny Chiba movies, so I got that too. In fact, I was cleaning out and I found the 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 Legends of Shaolin and the Five Deadly Venoms and a bunch of other things. I just I love those movies. I think I may I may I may have to watch them tonight. I may have to have a, a Chopsaki marathon, as it's called, or is that is that term bad now? You're just breathing heavy at me. You're just not happy with this. There is an eye roll, a sigh, and just a general shake of the head with you right now, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's just go to break. Let's just, uh, because obviously, yeah, the eye roll, sigh roll, by roll is happening. So let's take a break. Come back after this uh, less than hot start that I'm giving to Alex here. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll come back with the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Dark Superstar. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back with the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Orchestral. All right. What you been doing in the hobby, boy? Oh, before um, we even start this, remember, um, we were supposed to do the, the... We're off our schedule, folks. We were recording this, like, way early. Like, um, what's today's almost date? Almost two weeks early. Yeah, we're, yeah, we literally just recorded the last episode, like, a week ago. And that was recording a bit early. So, like, I just... We just released the episode 202 just the other day. So, um... We're going to go and stretch the contest one more episode. Uh, so if you want to leave us iTunes reviews, if you leave them in uh, not the American iTunes, then send me an email, um, garagehammer at live.com. Send me an email and let me know that you you submitted one and what country it is, and I can go take a quick look. Even if it's not in English, I just go, and I'm happy to see that there's reviews. And then um, we will have the winners announced next episode. So... Now, back to the toolbox. What you been hobbying, Alex? Well, I finished the three sharks for my Holy Havoc list since our last recording. All right. So I now have three fully painted Alapexes, which, according to the internet, is three too many. But 
I don't care. I'm really oh. happy with them. Um, so I did them up as great whites because reasons um, they're a little darker than a normal great white because great whites are actually like a range of colors with how dark the gray is on top. Right. So I went with a darker one. Um, and then I just put the last uh, skin tones down on another unit of 10 Nomardi thralls. So it's pretty much been fish as I wait for Zarbag's kids. Unfortunately. Don't they come out tomorrow? No, they come out today as of day oh, of today. recording. That's right. That's right. They come out today. But they got delayed at the distributor for my friendly local game store. <gasps> I wonder if they got delayed. Because we're not that far apart. I wonder if Lindsay's got delayed as well. I don't know. But all I know, this is the third week in a row that the new releases have been delayed. So they've missed the new release date. And it's not hit me until this one. But of course, when it's new grots, mm-hmm. it has to miss. And you know it's because gotta, yeah. If that doesn't chafe, but I mean, it'd be one thing if I hadn't already paid for them. So I like I pre-order everything through Black Dog Hobby and Game in Loves Park, Illinois. So I had it paid for. Otherwise, I just go out and buy it somewhere else. But I have it paid for, and it's like I don't want to wait anymore. No, <laughs> but, I hear you. I'm going yeah. to pick mine up today if if my if Lindsay's didn't get delayed. Yeah. Um and then the only other bit of hobby I've been doing is just reorganizing the nerd closet and trying to figure out what more needs to get done to make it a little more presentable. So Nice. It's getting there. How about you? You've been working a lot of ultras, right? Yes, I have. Um I was painting up all those ultramarines for the tournament I didn't go to. And then once I realized I couldn't go, I sort of took my foot off the gas and didn't worry about, like, getting the characters up to character level. So I've still got to do those. But um, I've been going crazy with the Cheese Whiz because uh, putting the decals on, loving doing the decals. Like, I kind of dreaded doing the decals because when I was a kid and built model cars, I always messed up the decals. But now they're coming along really nice. I got the decals going. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to make sure all the Stormcast have them on the shoulder pads now, since I have all those decals for them too. Okay. Now, are you doing the Duncan Rhodes method with Ard Coat and Lamy and Medium, or are you doing the Microsol Microset? I own the Microsol Microset, so that's what I'm using. Plus, going okay. around those curvy shoulder pads, it's a little nicer to have the. It's a little nicer to have the uh, Microsol Microset, so it kind of shrinky dinks it around the curvy parts. Sure. When I did the shoulder decals on my Stormcast, I used the Duncan Rhodes method, mm-hmm. which is the Ard coat, let it dry a little bit, and then you put the decal on, and then let it dry a little bit, and then put the medium over it. Yeah. So that worked fine for them, but for those Space Marines, even when I did my Salamanders, I had the worst time doing those shoulder pads. Yeah. Because they're so rounded, not flatter. Yeah, it's 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 not easy. I went in and I took a... Um, in fact, when I cut them out, I would go and, uh, like, with the Ultramarine, I would cut into the horseshoe portion into the, inside the U. Like, just put a slit in it so that way it could, when you lay it down, it can fold over there if it needs to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you put the little, uh, the, 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 the big X on the one shoulder, and I was cutting, like, you know, just not, didn't just cut out the, around the X. I just cut little cuts where I can, where it dipped in, just in case, so it could uh, 
it could form a little better. But boy, uh, and it makes a huge difference. It really yes, does. It does. Like it seems so stupid, but then you look at like, wow, that's really, especially because I am just, I'm just plowing through these. You know, um, in fact, I'm using them for, sort of as experiments for stuff. Like, oh, I wonder how this would work. And it's mostly for me, it's just speed painting. In fact, like I, you know, prime them with McCrag blue, hit them with a heavy wash so it gets in all the cracks. And what I was doing then was just grabbing some McCrag blue in a pot and quickly just, I mean, and not going right up to the line edge. Like I said, I don't care. Like, I like my Ultramarines, and I'm not bagging on 40K, but I'm not taking these to some tournament where I'm trying to win a prize. I want them to be table worthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just so then I was McCrag blue, just thin it out and just thick uh, like a like a like a larger brush like like the kind waffle uses like you know those like number threes or whatever, and just quickly going over stuff and just boop 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 just near you know so that it it takes some of the wash off, and then I was doing a heavy dry brush which by the way I was using that uh, whatever it is they recommend on the uh, the Citadel Paints page for just dry brushing ultramarines, mm-hmm. and, and they suggest the dry brush paint. Which I never really used the dry brush paint. I used regular that dry brush paint. I'm telling you, it was working well for me. I was just dipping the brush that I was using for dry brushing right into there, kind of tap it in, tap it in, tap it in, get some on the bristles, rub most of that off with a with a paper with a nap and go. Like it was really, it's uh, it was it worked really nice. Now I kind of go heavy handed with the dry brush, so they get a little chalky. So then I was running over really quick with the with the McCrag blue again. I'm wondering as I, as I was doing this, I'm like, I wonder if I could just do the heavy wash and then go straight to the dry brush when it's dry and then just do the McCrag blue and skip the McCrag blue step in the middle. Like, I don't see why I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's, I mean, it's just, I was covering up some of the wash that was on the flat parts and then I did the heavy dry brush and then I was covering up the dry brush on the flat parts like, why am I covering twice? Why don't I just cover once? I think I can cut a step out. Because, I'm like I said, plowing through. Because once I get all the blue done, then it's just like, oh, look, black for the weapons, black for the stuff around their gear, gold on the shoulder pads, red lenses. And then it's just little touch-ups and highlights, and they're done. Like I said, I've, I've been doing this for, like, a, almost a month now, and I've got, like, I got a lot of I'm getting a lot. Of, I've got over 2,000 points of Space Marines pretty much done you know that's all right yeah and i'm um, even kind of cranking through the 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 fl- i got those three flyers that i got the one built and almost almost put together um oh and i went out and i bought uh my biggest fear with painting these flyers are the clear canopies like not to fog them up or fingerprint them or anything oh okay and so i actually went on onto youtube and found a, like the some of the guys who do model cars with all this stuff and they sell a special glue that's like low fumes, low thing that you, is made for the clear, for clear canopies and for windshields. And then they sell a low tack tape so you could tape it into place without any of that sticking as well. So I, I bought a little roll of the tape from the hobby kits and I bought the glue. Um, and I'm when, if if it works, I will post links to all that stuff in the in, you know for in the next show. But I'm so excited. Like I said, I mean, this has got my hobby juices going crazy. You know, like I'm always agonizing over, oh, I'm trying to do this and I want to do this. And, oh, I'm trying to do bases. And, oh, I want to do stuff fancy, this, fancy, that. Dude, I just took that Martian Iron Earth or whatever it's called. 
laid that on thick on these bases, and when it cracked, it was gorgeous. Just mm-hmm. dry brush that up too. Hot to go. Like I'm excited. I'm really excited. Like, I'm I'm I look forward to painting every day. I have been painting like almost every day for the last week. I've painted at least a little bit. I mean, even if it's only 45 minutes or an hour, uh, it's got it going. And then I want to, oh, quick shout out, um, Vince Ventrella, you know, uh, from Warhammer Weekly, uh, painter extraordinaire. Uh, I took a class with him at Adepticon last year, and then I emailed him because I hadn't practiced him very much, and I kind of forgot how to do one of the steps. So he was nice enough to just jump on a Google, Google uh, Hangout with me yesterday and, like, redo it on screen and talk me through it again. So huh. can, yeah. So um, I'm going to be using the techniques he showed me to start up my death army to go around Nagash. So I'm going to paint up them night haunts next, I think, and I'll start practicing with them, doing the fading, ghostly fading technique and, and, and then painting in the other stuff. Um, like I said, I've got like five projects on the board, and uh, I can kind of jump between them now because I'm just not – like when I want to do – like the really important stuff, I'll work on my death army that I really want the fine detail. Or, or I can jump back into the Stormcast with a little less fine detail, you know, because it's a lot of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I just want to take a break, I can paint endless spells or finish up terrain stuff that I'm working on. Uh, or I can just keep. I'm, I'm, I'm on such a hobby high. It's amazing. Like, I, I, I want to be done. I should be done. I, I haven't done enough to wear on this much talking, but I'm just so excited. I have not been this excited for painting. I don't remember when. So. When it comes, it comes. And you just got to ride it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to ride this wave as long as I can cause, because uh, I'm I'm making progress. God, it would be so nice to get. I mean, the words caught up are not coming out of my mouth right now, but it would be so nice to get closer to there. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else are you doing? Have you, you've been gaming, haven't you? Um, not we re- as us, much. We only recorded six days ago, so maybe not. Yeah, no, I mean, I've mostly just been doing champions on the phone lately because I haven't had a chance to get a game in uh, locally for, like, uh, Age of Sigmar or something. But I'm hoping no, to get been, a game in maybe tonight, yeah, but I haven't either. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet on the gaming front, but the next couple of weekends are just going to be mega for gaming because we've got Dragonfall uh, next weekend, so that's the 19th to the 21st. Right. Um, so I'll be doing the team tournament there, uh, pushing around some flagellants because I'm me. Uh, and then the weekend after that is All Hallows Siege in Madison that I may or may not be going to, depending on family. And then the weekend after that is Holy Wars. Wow. Or Holy Havoc. And then the weekend after that, there's a Random Partners uh, team tournament in or at Love, in uh, Black Dog Hobby and Game in Lowe's Park. And then there's that tournament at Lindsay's that same weekend. Right. So the gaming is coming. It's just a matter of it's got to get here. Yeah, I hear you. So, um, yeah, I haven't been able – I've been playing – what level are you on on Champions on the ranked stuff? Gold Division 2 or 3. Man, you must be playing a lot more than I am. I, I just – I actually – I went to the – you know, I'm cranking through silver. I get up to the silver 2 test, and it's like 2 out of 3, and – uh I just I uh, and I'm not I'm not you know I'm not blaming the cards or anything like that. The guy beat me fair and square. Right. Well, I mean, one of them I just got such a like I was like I got like five, um, uh, you know, not the spells or the or the units. The other thing, the 
abilities. Abilities. And I was like, I couldn't use any of them. It's like delete units and stuff. I'm like, there's nothing out here. He hasn't put anything out yet. So I'm sitting and I was waiting, and he got a really nice combo. Um and kind of t- and kind of stomped on me. That was something I hadn't seen before. I'm loving playing champions. Can I just say that? Like, although I did go to Lindsay's last Friday and I brought my cards with me, and I said, "Do anyone want to play champions?" And everybody pulled out their phone. I'm like, "You guys don't have your cards with you?" I go, "Oh, I left my cards at home. I just play on the phone. I'm just scan them and then I play on the phone." I'm like, "Okay, well, we're at the game store. Bring your cards. So, Be social. Yeah, I <laughs> talk. So I uh, I brought my uh. Because I I, I I do use the thing I've got, like the decks I play on the phone, I made the decks with my cards so that I can play that, you know, uh, live too. Um, yeah, I did that for my decks. My destruction deck, I did uh, create a few extra mosh pits and uh, <laughs> cruising for a bruising. Uh, but no, it's just one of those things, like I got to play game against uh paul meredith he's one of the guys i met in the uk uh-huh. uh when we were over there and it's just like i got to play one of my friends from six hour for a, you know an eight hour flight and multiple different time zones away just while i was on hold with an insurance company <laughs> so it's like okay i, I can dig this yeah see i jumped into this and i was it was one of the things i jumped in for was because all of our good friends at Six Squared Studios got all in, and they're like, oh, we can play online. And then I'm sitting there, and I send Kevin pictures. Oh, look, I just drew a Nagash. And he's like, that's awesome. And I'm like, uh, when do you want to play? He's like, got to scan my cards. I'm like, come on, man, get on the ball. So, Kevin, if you're listening, get on the ball because I wanted to play. Um, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. My destruction deck's good. I actually got a a, a death and a, and a corn chaos deck that I'm pleased with that seems to be winning in the casual games I'm afraid to take it into the ranked games because I don't want to lose and lose rank I don't know if it's a mm-hmm. good or not I've been playing destruction I had one game okay and just for the total side note but since we're gaming and we're talking about this so I was playing on my uh, on my free period yesterday and uh, Heather called like right after the game started I'm like oh damn it so you got to flip over and take the call and I figure I'm just going to get disconnected and lose and lose a ranking right because this is a ranked game I'm like, oh, well, I'll lose some rank. Well, I talked to her for about two minutes. I get off the phone. I hang up. The game's still going on. It reconnects. The game's still going on. Um, I went from having four cards to having 12 cards. So I'm like, uh-oh. Like, I missed four turns in a row. I look at the score. He's got 29 life points to my, like, 12. And I was playing this corn deck, and um, I just happened to have a really – a couple of sweet combos. Um, I have the one guy who, uh, if you get to that fourth spot, he gives you a plus two. And then uh, the guy next to him is the the last spot on your thing, gets you a plus one. And then Velkia, you can move him forward one, and he'll do that, and then he'll get a plus one on that as well. Yeah. Um, and then I had pulled one. I got in a bl- I, I, The guy was there, and I was like, oh, my God. So I played like one or two, three cards. And uh, I kind of tried to pile up, and I opened up a blessing that's like all of your guys do an extra plus two or plus three damage or whatever. I hate that one. Yeah. So so did the guy because it was like 21, 29 to 12, and then my blood crusher went from six points to a 10-point hit. 
And then the guy who was doing a five-point hit went up to like an 11 or 12-point hit because he was in that slot where it was the plus two and then the extra plus ones. And next thing you know, it was plam, plam, plam. And uh, that actually unlocked the blessing with the blade of with the corn blade. And he had three hit points left, and I'm like, heroic act three. And I took him down in, like, two turns. And I was just like, holy crap, that was, like, the best hand ever. Like, I just, I lucked out because I had, like, 12 cards in my hands. So I had everything I needed to pull off, like, a perfect combo, which you would never know normally because you would never let your cards just pile up that high and not play anything. Right. But it just happened that way. I looked at my hand, I'm like, oh, my God, I have a perfect combo here. Slap, 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 slap. Like, two turns later, I dealt out, like, 20-some damage. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> so, needless to say, I won that, and the guy was mad. So, Making friends, Dave. Way to go. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, that's it. So, gaming, there's going to be lots of gaming in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about tournaments and games we played and stuff like that, you know, because it's always fun to do that. Um also, oh, LodgeCon. Our good friend Greg Dupuis is running a, a tournament called LodgeCon, and um, um, we're gonna. We want to. I want to just uh, plug it real quick. Um, this is February ninth and tenth, and um, oh, do you know where it's at? Because I don't have the location. It's here down in the Bourbon and Bradley area. I forget where the the actual location. It's on one of the fairgrounds down there. Oh, okay. Um, it's a small ish con i'm not gonna lie to you guys it's a little small but okay so it was small last year when john and i went down there right um but there's definitely a lot of room down there to expand and like i don't know what happened but the 40k tournament that was supposed to show up last year didn't well that's so the room that we were in is like all this extra space and the organizers are like you got all these people to come from like Chicago, Rockford, all over the place. And it's like, yeah. So they gave Greg the green light to expand to a two day event to more players. Um, so, I mean, it's a nice area down there. Uh, and Greg did run a good show. So no, uh, no, Greg's Greg's a good guy. He, uh, f- fans of the show know him. He's it's because it's he hangs out a lot with Joe Giroux, that jackhole. And uh, yes, <laughs> and um, so yeah, thirty spots, uh, five games over two days, February 9th and tenth. Um, it's uh, forty dollars if you get in before November thirtieth. It's forty five dollars afterwards. I'm going to include all of this in the, the show notes, um, mm-hmm. so you can if now uh, you should have the show notes on whatever device you have. If not, you can find them. You can click on the show link on the garagehammer.net. Or if you go to tga.community, I, under podcasts, I always post the show notes and info and the links to the show under the podcast. So this will all be there. Um, so you can pay them through PayPal. Um, let's see. They need a copy of the list by February 1st. And they're going to have awards for best overall, best general for each faction, best sports, best painted. Those are separate awards, by the way, and will only be used as tie, last tiebreakers, the sportsmanship and the painted. So they're not – it's not mixed in. It's a separate scores, so they're not a lot of soft scores there. Uh, different realm will be used in every game. Each table will have some predetermined terrain. Um, you got to have table standard. Um that's and there's going to be a raffle, and uh, yeah, that's it. I think they're going to have a reroll die that you can purchase. You know, like for the like the charity. 
like they do with a yeah, lot of tournaments. Was, um, yeah, they had that last year. I yeah, I I believe that this year the charity die, re-roll die will have a uh, very uh, fantastic logo on the six side of the die uh, this time. It might be a picture of a couple of dice rolling out of an opening uh, garage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's the least I could do. Dupuis is, is good people, and um, I always have fun playing him, so um, that's absolutely the least I could do. So uh, give it a look out if you're, if you're <laughs> If you want to add more to your uh, January and February uh, tournament uh, tournament fun, so all right. Um, do we got any? You have any other? I uh, no no. You're not gonna you're, no. you're not gonna talk about how super excited you are. Well, you oh, I was I had written here that I was gonna pick up my new two two new Shadespire teams, but I guess I'm the only one doing that today. I'm so, that was so rude. Where's that hang up? <laughs> I feel bad for you. I really do. He hung up. Holy mackerel. He did it again. How dare you? I can't believe you hung up on me again. And then I don't know why answer. it hung up that time. It wasn't the dog. It just hung up. Oh, it, oh, it just hung up. Okay. Oh, no, it did. It I did. thought I was going to have to put out a call for a new co-host. I was like, dang. Oh, no, no. No, that was <laughs> legit. I don't know what happened. It just hung up. We may up. have to change the title of this episode to Hang-Ups in Corn. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, going to pick that up. Um, ooh, did you see the news? Uh, we were talking all those Warhammer champions. Um, new new cards in November. Yeah, Onslaught. Onslaught. Now I hope now I mean it only released three months ago. Uh this was the rabbit hole I didn't want to get into. Too late. We're in it. We're in it. It's so much fun though. God bless America. It is so much fun. And you know what it is? It's simple. Like there's a lot of combos you can do, but the game itself is really simple. Yeah, and there have been some people that also come from like a magic the gathering background that I've seen. It's like, well I don't like it because it's too simple. It's like I don't like magic because it's too many things. Right. I mean, like I said, magic is simple in theory. And then, I mean, I remember I was at a party once uh, with Barnett, and there was a guy there who who played magic and was talking with us about it. And he was explaining how he's got this deck, and it's like once he gets these three cards, he's automatically won because he can make his turn go forever because he just keeps milling your card. And I was just like, I didn't even understand what he was saying, and I'm just like, what? Like, there are so many. And granted, that game's been going on forever. But there's yeah. just this, by reining you in a bit, you've got four champions, four blessings, exactly 30 cards. This is how it works. There's ver- variety in there, but it's not going to go, like, wonky. Um, has made it just, it's fun and it's simple. Like, yeah. And anyone, like, I was playing, I was playing a game one time at Lindsay's, not last Friday because nobody brought their cards. Um, but anyone sitting down to watch the game knows how to play by the end of the first game. Mm-hmm. And there's very few questions or concerns or or confusion. There's very little of that happening um, right. when you do that. So that's one of the things I love. But yeah, new cards. I, I, I you know three months in. It's, if it's popular enough, go. But I, I, you know, let's hope that there's. <laughs> let's hope we don't see another set in February. Not that I don't want cards, but I can't afford to be getting a new set every three months. Um, but I'm super excited because I'm really having a lot of fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten decks that work well for me for everyone except order now. 
order. I haven't found a, a, a combo that works for me. Um, so, whatever. I've noticed that it goes through Forest Star Strike has been the big guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've played against a few, and they seem okay. But, um, you know, nothing that I, you know, I just nothing that really grabbed my attention, whereas the other, yeah, the other the, ones have. Yeah, the order stuff just doesn't jive. Yeah. At uh, least with my play style, but that's exactly. okay. Oh, anyway. And um, speaking of which, I'm really hoping that we're getting some sort of announcement. I, I would love to see an announcement this weekend, although it doesn't look like it. Um, I'd like to see the Orcs book. I know it's October and we're coming out, but I'd like, you know, there it's either coming out on the 20th or the 27th. And I'd like to see the, tw- I'd like to see a two week release phase there or something. Um, I'd like to see more than one week of releases for October uh, in October for October, but I'm super excited about that, that speed freaks game and, and the new orc codex. Uh, not that I'm starting a new orc army, but I love orcs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they just, I'm so excited to see what they do. Man, I mean, 40K has been so good. Like, they've been hitting on all cylinders with this stuff. I know people who play a lot of 40K will be like, but my codex wasn't, they didn't hit that cylinder. Maybe. But for a guy who's more of a casual player, like, this is just fantastic. And I really would love to see what they do with the orcs. I'm super, super stoked. Plus, that Speed Freaks game looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That looks like it's a game we could totally play at uh, at uh, Warhammer Club after school. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking, did I tell you about that? No. Last bit of news, and then we'll get out of here. Um, oh, you know what, Dan? We've been talking for like 30 minutes. No, we'll be done. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that next week then. But there's, sure. we're starting a Warhammer Club at school. That's the short version of it. So, Cool. All right, cool. Um, break. We did all the news, all the everything we wanted to chit-chat about. We'll take a break. We're going to come back, and we are going to talk about all the little getting started sets, start collecting sets for corn, so that if you enjoyed last week's episode, um, get some suggestions on what you can do to start building your own army. That's right, folks. Get those checkbooks out or those wallets out. It's time to start building your corn army. Okay, listeners, what's the number one rule of hobby gaming? Okay, well, the number one rule of hobby gaming is don't buy more models than you can paint, but we all break that rule constantly. So what's the real number one rule of hobby gaming? Support your friendly local gaming store. And my friendly local gaming store is Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. No, not that Wakanda. And no, not that Lindsay. So why Lindsay's Gamer Garrison? What do they have to offer? First, they carry everything Games Workshop. 40K, AOS, Blood Bowl, Necromunda, Kill Team, all the paint line. They even have Black Library books. They offer special discounts every day. And if you do go in there and there's something out of stock, special order discounts that you won't believe. After you buy all your models, feel free to stay and paint them at their fully stocked, totally free-to-use painting station. And then, once your army's ready, sign up for one of Lindsay's monthly tournaments. That's right. They have a local one-day event every single month, alternating between 40K and AOS. And that's still not all. Monday is Build and Paint Day. Come in on Monday, work on your latest project, you get a raffle ticket. Come in and play Warhammer on Saturday, get a raffle ticket. Now, what's the raffle? Every month, two winners receive a $50 gift card to use on GW Products just for coming in and 
playing and painting and being part of the community. And that's not even all you get for coming in and being a part of the community. Come in for that Saturday gaming where you get a raffle ticket. You also earn a Lindsay's Gamer Token. And when you have eight tokens, you can turn them in and get free entry into one of the tournaments that I just mentioned earlier. And that's why I love Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Fully stocked with all the GW product you could want, and they're doing their best to reward you for being part of the gaming community. What more could you ask for? A place to play, a place to build, a place to paint, a place to hang out, and a place that rewards you for being there. Folks, if you're looking for one place that will satisfy all your hobby needs, you have to come and see Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. We are back. Here we are. We are back. Blood for the blood god. Blood for the blood god. Yes, and skulls for the skulls. skulls. God. god bless America. Why do I do this show? <laughs> you better keep doing this show. I'm tired of looking for new spawn, new new co-host every two years. Oh, man. You know you love it. I hate that movie, but oh, you're dear. tolerable. I Okay, so we're going to ramble real quick. Go for it. I don't like Christmas movies to begin with because I don't particularly care for Christmas. It's just not my jam. Um, That's going to change, buddy. That's going to change. No, no, it ain't. In about three months. Well, no, No, 15 months. No, it ain't. That's what I thought. (laughs) Uh -uh. But regardless, I don't much care for Christmas. I don't much care for Christmas movies. I don't don't like Will Ferrell and then you put all three of those things together (laughs) immediate hard pass and I was working for Blockbuster at the time that that thing went out on video oh so it was playing at the store constantly too so I had to watch it yeah had to watch it and I got to watch it before you know it hit so I mean but that was like a distinct amount of time of my life that I want back. Yeah, I understand that. I get you. Why are you putting maple syrup on spaghetti? Why is this funny? I just, I don't get it. I I used to loathe Will Ferrell. He's, he's, they, they, they kept shoving him down my throat until he's kind of grown on me. I don't mind him anymore. I like him in certain things. Um, But he, he yeah, he does pretty much the same bit over and over and over again so i hear where you're coming i hear where you're coming from but like he okay like stranger than fiction yeah that was good oh yeah that was fine talladega nights i like that Elf. movie i oh, like come on oh, <laughs> i'm choking him on spit wow. that movie was funny that movie was funny especially the outtakes i don't know it's ridiculous uh-huh okay all right, so let's talk about something that's actually interesting and not going to bore the pants off of our listeners. Right. Uh, corn. Corn, corn, corn. Uh, so go ahead. There's a, three different get started for corn, Which realistically. Is, yeah, kind of kind of cool. Yeah, I and mean, there's a lot for Stormcast too, uh, but these guys um, – the thing is with the Stormcast ones is you can't – really make like a good focused army out of it because they're so different. 
right with regards to what's in them is like the original star collecting stormcast had only a couple of retributors some liberators some prosecutors and lord celestin the vanguard one was the palidors the hunters and aquiller and some yeah you dog, get like three or, or three to five guys too that's like that's I mean, some of this stuff wasn't even a full unit if you're playing match yeah. play. And then you get the uh, the other starter set half from the original AOS starter set. And it's like, okay, well, that's great. But it just didn't jive as a full army. All of this stuff jives. So if you're going to be playing corn, The synergy like, that you lack yes. in, the, in, the, in the Stormcast ones, you don't lack here. No, now, it helps that you have all. that you don't have magic. I think anytime you cut a full phase out of your, well, it's not a full phase anymore because there's no magic phase. But you know what I'm saying. Anytime you cut a full portion of this out of your game, um, it generally tends to make up for it somewhere else. Um, and it, I think it kind of focuses your army a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, when the stormcast started, they didn't have any magic either. Well, they just had prayers, and right. that's where corn is too, unless you ally. But I think the big thing is that it's not. If you look at Stormcast, a lot of what jives depends on their general because it affects Vanguard units only, or affects Redeemer units only, or whatever. Oh, With right. corn, it just cares about corn. <laughs> yeah. All it cares about is corn. Um, yeah, or cause... some things just don't care. Like the Bloodstoker, he doesn't care. It's just whip a unit. Okay. Right. But it's all jiving on one keyword, and it works for everything. So, in any event. So, which one do we want to start with? Because there are three of them. Uh, why don't we start with the box set? Since that's the one that uh, the one that came in the original AOS box set. Since that's the one that... Um you know, that's the one that started most people, it. Yeah, most people had. Um, now, right now online, I'm not finding that without the Blades of Corn book, the Goreblade Warband Starter Collection. Yeah. Uh, I Now, I could be mistaken, but I thought that they came out with this as its own standalone box as a start collecting without the book. I did too, but, but I'm not seeing it either. Yeah. So if you are getting started into corn, this is where you start because the book is forty dollars, and then you're essentially getting a start collecting box for eighty five. So it's the same cost uh, as going in that route, but you get stuff in that box that you can't get elsewhere. And it's 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 a little bigger than your average start collecting box, at least for the corn ones. It is. Yeah, for the points, you get a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of models in here. Yeah, and a lot of times you'll get a hero. With these star collecting boxes, and then a couple of you know some a big thing, and then a, a couple of small units. But here you're getting the Lord of Corn, a Blood Secrator, a Blood Stoker, the Corgarath, five Blood Warriors, ten Blood Reavers, twenty. It's Uh-oh. twenty Blood Reavers, five Warriors. Oh, it is three 20. characters in the, the website. Korgarath. Literally says ten, but in the picture yeah. there's twenty. That's a so no, it's a, a twenty. 20. Yes, so it's yeah. a misprint. Yeah. And a War Scroll Battalion rules sheet that allows you to collect uh, and start playing with them right away. Um, and that's the battalion that when you bought the starter set, they each each one of them had uh, a battalion, a War Scroll Battalion for what came in the box. Mm-hmm. 
this this is a fantastic like you said the Korgorath they 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 still don't even sell that on its own do they? I don't believe they do. I thought they did for a while. Where is this a crater or the Bloodstoker and the Korgorath? I thought that was a box, but I, then I looked again. It was the Mighty Lord of Corn and the Bloodsecrator as a box. Yeah. So if you want those two models, you can only get it this way or secondary markets, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're only going to be playing one Korgorath unless you're buying bunches. And plus, now this one only seems to come with the book. So, yeah. You're only going to buy this once. Yeah. And then you have to look at secondary markets, which is unfortunate because Korgoraths, I think, are a really big part of this army. Same with the Bloodsecrators and the Bloodstokers. Which is funny because, once again, they're cool, but I never... You don't see them as a big part of the army because people don't have too many of them. Like, yeah, you know, I don't understand why this isn't a separate model you can buy. I really just don't get it. Like, yeah, far be it for me to 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 pick on GW and and what they decide to sell and not sell. But I mean, these are literally selling for a. I mean, they sell for quite a bit on secondary markets because they are hard to get. And they could be making a killing if they just released a box of either as ones or or in threes. Either way, they'll sell them. If they sell them as singles, you'd see them more. I guarantee you. Not just pairs. But so for getting started now, there's a warband battalion or a battalion that goes with these guys. But uh, it's obviously not for match play. doesn't have any points. Oh, yeah. Um, We should say none of this. Is none of these battalions are for match play that we're going to talk about, right? Yeah, so they're definitely for narrative play and for getting started. I bought a box, I put the models together, and I'm going to play it, which is awesome. Yeah, I I like that you get. I mean, even though you can't use it in in like you said, you can't use it in match play. So those of us who've been playing for a while, it may not find it as useful. But you know where it's great is when you get someone who's new. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was playing, uh, you know, like Hangles and his kids are playing, or we playing doing a, a teaching game down at uh, Gifted Games or at Lindsay's or whatever, and like even with the with the starter set, the new the Soul War starter set, like those guys get a War Scroll Battalion, and so it's a good way to show a newer player, oh look, there are these things, and it's it's one of those levels that if 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 it didn't come with it, you may skip it in the mm-hmm. in the original showing someone how to play. Yeah, because it's another layer you don't need. But since it's there, and it's just, and, and it, they're, the rules are all pretty simple in these. Like it's not a really complex War Scroll Battalion bonus. It's something simple. But it's like, look, if you go and you find these, if you sort of theme your army, you get bonuses, and people tend to like that. I mean, if you're coming in and looking at this hobby in general, you know, you're you're you realize you're getting in on painting and modeling and all this stuff, and so you want to do stuff that. That that works. There's a bit of creativity there that I think that whole sense of synergy and that whole sense of theminess lends itself to. So I like that they're in that they're in here, even though we can't use them at at a tournament. Right. That's so that's good. So you want to tell them like uh, so what when you start with the uh, with the Gore Blade Warband? Yeah. Uh, so it has all the models in the start collecting sets the. Three characters, the Korgorath, the Blood Warriors, and the Reavers. Um, and you get two extra rules. Um, so Blood Rivals, you get to reroll charge rolls for units in this battalion if another unit from the battalion has already made a successful charge. Um, 
that's a big one when you're putting that together with the Gorelord uh, command ability off the Mighty Lord of Corn. So you get to roll three dice for your charges and pick the highest two. Nice. On top of the Whip to Fury from the Blood Bloodstoker, so that gives you plus three to that charge roll. And then Blood Reavers, with their musician, they get plus one to their run and charge rolls. So sinks right in with what the rest of the battalion wants to do anyway. And then the other one is Corn Cares Not. If a unit is wiped out, battalion units get an extra attack. Okay. If a unit friend or foe is wiped out during the combat phase, add one of the attack characters of all melee weapons used by units from this war scroll for the remainder of the combat phase. So that's that's actually one extra, you know, an extra attack with some of these guys can get can get uh, can get kind of awesome. Yeah, especially with like the Blood Reavers, if they're within range of the Blood Secretor, they get an extra attack. And then they get an extra attack from the Blood Secretor opening the portal. And then they get another attack. So they go up to, was that four attacks a base? Yeah. I mean, it's, with rerolls? Yeah. Yep. It's kind of crazy. Like, it doesn't seem like much, but especially if, once again, let's go back to that whole idea of I've got a couple of new players. They've each picked up a getting started box, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got your getting started box. You've got, well, this has, uh, what, 30, I think 30 models total 29 29 models okay um so you, i've got 29 models you've got your models and now 20 of my models you know i've got or i've got my you know guys are are, are coming in with a, like three and four attacks a piece mm-hmm. and suddenly you realize oh this is what corn does yes it just brings the brings the pain lots of blood and attacks um it's it's actually really a, it's a great uh, it's a great rule. That's one I wouldn't actually. That corn cares not. I, I'd love to see that in a in a in another battalion in a in a matched play battalion. Mm-hmm. Because that's a great rule. Plus, that is super themey. I love it. Yes. So, um, I just added it all up while we were chit chatting, and it seems that this is all about if you're gonna go with matched points this is about 670 points worth of models yeah it just depends on whether you use the mighty lord of corn as corgus cool or as a mighty lord of corn right i just went in with mighty lord of corn i didn't go with corgus um uh i don't know how much he is so i don't know what the difference is but i think he's like 10 20 points more he's not that much or he's the same price not sure oh yeah no he's uh he's actually 60 points more so it would be either 670 or 730. But either way, it's a nice little starter. Um, so if I'm taking this, I'm thinking, what are you thinking? What are you going to add to this? Let's try to get us just to 1,000 points even. Now, let's say the default, at least in my – you can always get a bloodthirster. You could, um, but I don't think – that would be where I would go. I'm just I, saying that's always <laughs> for me. It's always an easy option because it's one unit. It's one big model. And if it's not Scar um, brand, it's like between 280 and 3 320 or something. Like that. So about yeah. 300 points. You can mm-hmm. always just so I just want to throw that here because I'm not going to keep saying it. You can always get a bloodthirster. Um I just want to throw that You're going to yes. keep saying it. It's 300 right. points just that's always in your back pocket. So 
Yeah, I would also look at like a box of Mighty Skull Crushers because you get six in that box, and that's about two hundred and eighty, three hundred points. Uh, yeah, two eighty. Yeah, so that's an easy slot in, or even Wrathmongers, and just keep stacking the attacks up. That's easy, solid buys. Either one of those. Oh yeah. Uh, the only problem I have with the Wrathmongers. Is the Wrathmongers. Those models. Great Google. The models are fine. The paint job's weird. Uh, Is it? I mean, okay. Me personally, I'm looking at these guys. And, I mean, they look great, you know? And they've got that whole Crimson Haze rule and, you know, getting all the attacks and all this extra stuff in. But, dude, these dudes, like... I just don't get it. They've got thick, heavy Corn Lord armor uh, pants. And then, like, like a, a, a corn gut plate, practically. And then nothing. There's nothing on their chest or their arms. And then they've all got helmets. It's literally like they only got half-dressed for work. No, they need their arms to do full range of motion. And you can't do full range of motion in a suit. If you say so, all I'm saying is... Then, then, then go with a little less armor on the pants. You, 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 you got to protect yourself where you can, because the biggest thing with these guys is theoretically, if they stop moving, they can't keep reaping skulls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you look at a lot of the corn models, even like the slaughter priests, uh huh, they're just in pants. Well, and, and, and pants is one thing. That's like the old marauders. They were just in pants. These guys are on corn lord armor like in the bottom half it's not just i mean i don't know hey i tell you what listeners if you got some nice pictures uh of your of your wrath mongers maybe maybe it is just the paint job because the paint job on these is a little odd on the main page it's because of the red skin uh could be it too yeah when they are painted more humanoid uh like andrew simons his are a little more humanoid um they do look a lot better when they're normal skin tone as opposed to the red. Oh, that's because these are the guys who like sweat weird blood, right? Yeah. So that's the theory. That's the crimson haze. Uh, That's why you paint them red. But when they. I'd rather paint them pale and just put a little blood on them. Probably. Yeah. There's actually one of the war hordes in the blades of corn book where they paint them up like humans and their armor gets bloodier as they do red work. Uh, it looks better when they look like people, not like demons in a suit. See, maybe that's it. So, hey, if anyone's got pictures of your wrathmongers and you, you're proud of them, um, obviously this show we post on the Facebook page. We post the, uh, you know, when the show's up, and there's always room for comments. Or on, you know, the TGA um Let's see your pictures because, and I don't often ask for pictures, but I'd like to see because I want to like these models, but I don't. Um, they're great; like what they do is great. If I was playing corn, I'd definitely take some, but they don't. So that's just me. That's my opinion. They're so, not Minotaur bad, but it's the paint no, job. they're not Minotaur with those weird, weird fur hockey the pads, Bulgors. With the fur hockey pads, with the sh- with the shoes, like <laughs> instead of not a fan of the bulgors, but nope. that's that's different conversation. 
Exactly. So, um, well, that's uh, so that's the that's the one that comes with the box set. That's the most that's the most common one, I guess you would say. Like anyone who mm-hmm. started got the starter box knows that particular set. Um, should we just move on to one of the other two? Um, do we want to do the murder band or the other one? Let's do the murder band because then we're sticking with the bloodbound before we go into the demons. Ah, good call. Good call. Um, now this one comes with one. Here we are. Corn bloodbound. This is the start collecting, right? With the slaughter priest. Yep. That's the one you want. So you get a slaughter priest, 10 blood warriors and three skull crushers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually a really sort of a low points box, but you, it's it's got some power behind it. Um, you're it looking, does. You're looking at about a 440 point box here. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's pretty uh, low points. You're gonna have to add a bunch to just get it up to a thousand. But you got three mighty skull crushers, and once again, if you're playing starter box against starter box, I'll take this. I'll take this any day because these guys yeah. are stupid. No, it does pack a wallop. Yeah. In a very small, point-sufficient package. So there's a lot of options here. And with a unit of 10 Blood Warriors, you can add a Gore Blade. That's the big two-handed thinger they got. Right. Because you can only add one of those for every 10 models in a unit. So this coming with a full squad of 10 makes that upgrade possible. It also has the banner option as well that the... Uh, one in the Goreblade Warhorde doesn't have. Because it's just five guys, one of which is a champion, with the fist, with the full box of Blood Warriors, you get the guy that can have the Goreblade, the Icon Bearer, and then you could give them two axes, or the Gore Fist and an axe. So you have more options with the box, obviously, than just the push fits. Yeah, and the Slaughter Priest really comes in helpful here. Um, mm-hmm. With that, with his prayers, because uh, throwing in a D six mortal wounds is always great, you know, against your enemies within sixteen. But I like the blood bind is that's the one that I think comes in most useful with this yeah. set. Uh, slaughter priest, slaughter priest uh, fires the blood of his targets' veins, urging them to succumb to bloodlust. Enemy unit within sixteen inches, but not within three inches of any other unit. So they have to be disengaged units within sixteen. All models in that unit must run as far as possible toward the nearest unit as if it was the movement phase. So they're running. So it's their movement plus D6 towards the nearest unit. So when you run that unit of three blood uh, skull crushers up and nobody wants to mess with them because high armor save and just total smash value plus all the extra mortal wounds just for being in combat with them and... Um, you're avoiding them. It's like, nope, you're going to run right at them. And that's really great, especially if you get close but not close enough. Having them run yeah. towards you because then they got to stop three inches away even if they run because it's not a charge. Mm-hmm. But now they're right there. It's like, oh, now you're dead. Um, yeah. And it also brings them closer to the Blood Warriors because the Blood Warriors are the slow part of this box. So right. that prayer puts them in a lot easier range for the Blood Warriors to get them. But it's also taking them out of positions for bubbles, for cover. There's a lot 
that that one prayer does. Yeah, that slaughter priest is actually pretty good. Like, um, he could he could totally join my brass stampede. Oh, for sure, easy stuff. Yeah, like uh, for a hundred points, like I like that guy a lot. So mm-hmm. this is a nice little set once again. Um, I think comparatively, like I said, starter box against starter box, this is a really good one. There's only fourteen models. It's not a lot of models. You can't yeah, really afford a, to lose much. Yeah, it's a good thing to build off of or supplement quickly for an extra chunk of points. And you'll use all of the things in this box, which I think is a big deal. Yes, exactly. There's nothing that you're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to use this. because, Or I may use that. You'll use all three of these things. Right. And one, and once again, uh, the, 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 just the price on this is a good deal. Um Buy, the Skull Crushers only come in boxes of six now for a hundo. Mm-hmm. So, so if you figure that's 50 right there, right. the box of Blood Warriors is what, another 50? I think so. And uh, that's Slaughter Priest, Slaughter Priest 30 is 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Oh, 10 Blood Warriors for 62. So that's uh, 62.92 plus 50. That's $142 worth of models for- in the box. 85 bucks. And as I was telling Alex before the show started, um, if you want to run that Brass Stampede, and you're going to want to add a Slaughter Priest to it anyway, so that's right there. Brass Stampede, if you max it out, is seven units. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, seven units of three. So one of the six model boxes will give you two units of three, but you need seven units. And so, like we were talking before, I was thinking I would do six threes and then a six because I'm going to have those extra three. And if I'm paying 50 bucks for those three, I'm going to use them. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't want to, I could actually just get three boxes. And then instead of paying 100 for the fourth box, I could pay 85 for this box, get just what I need. And then I've got those extras to add on to my brass stampede. Um, this this box is the interests me more and more the more I look at it. Yeah. Never mind that that Slaughter Priest is amazing. Yes, he is. The model's great. The, what he does is great. Like, he's just fantastic. Um, very, very pleased with that. And within the context of the Box Battalion, which is the Bloodbound Murder Band, he does more stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why don't you go over the rules? So he gets an extra prayer in addition to his blood field prayers. This is a murderous blessing. And if you use it, uh, you roll a die, and on a three or more, until your next hero phase, you can re-roll wound rolls for him and other units from the murder band that are within eight inches of him. But on a one, he takes a mortal wound. Because so, don't screw up. Corn don't like that. Yeah. And this one is different from the other Bloodfield prayers, because all of them go off on four, unless you kill something. This guy is just a standard three. So good. Yeah. This is a good box to get started with. Yes, it's on the low end of points, but the terms of quality on this box is amazing. Yeah, no, th- I'm 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 a fan. I mean, yeah, if you're doing this to start off an army where you need to get to, well, I mean, a thousand points ain't bad. If you're trying to get to a full on two thousand point army, this is not this is not going to help you that much. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a quarter two. of your army, yeah. but. And you could buy two? You could totally buy two of these, because you could have a second Slaughter Priest slinging prayers. 
Yeah. And all this. I mean, this is this is a great. I, I just I can't say enough about this particular set. I'm really pleased with it. Because mm-hmm. that's what like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff. I think is what it's about. Well, we said what did we if say you it was bought one two boxes. It was about one twenty five. No, I said it was, I thought we said it was about one forty. One forty. Oh yeah. So you get like almost three hundred dollars worth of stuff for buck sixty five. Yeah, it was eighty plus however much. How much were the Blood Warrior? You said sixty-two. Sixty-two. So that's one hundred and forty-two. So yeah, two eighty, about two eighty-four plus yeah. tax. For so you save one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's really good. It's just yeah, no, it's fantastic. So um, that's the two. You know, what? let's take a break. Yeah. And then when we come back, we will talk about the demon, uh, the demon box set because there's a corn demon box set. Of course there is. Of course so there is. We'll talk about that one when we come back, and um, actually, we'll probably be wrapping up. It's going to be a quickie today. I like a quickie sometimes. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we are back with the last of the Star Collecting Corn Boxes, and it's the Demons. Yes, it is. Um, and it's another good set. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like these things. Okay, maybe it's not the best to play with, but I like these things. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, we get you get a Blood Throne, three Blood Crushers, and ten Blood Letters. And that blood throne could be built as a skull cannon, yes. If you were so inclined, yes. Um, so we're looking at still. Uh, it's it's a, the blood the blood guy the blood uh, crushers are the same as the skull crushers price wise. So we're looking at fifty bucks for them, uh, forty bucks for the skull cannon or the skull throne. Same difference or blood throne. So that's we're looking at ninety, and then. How much for a box of ten? I think that's only thirty. Yeah, thirty. So uh, one twenty, about one twenty. Yeah, 
But it's 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 a solid start. I like the skull throne and the skull cannon. I know they're not the best, and they don't work out all that awesome. Uh, I just I don't know why I just like them. Maybe it's just I like the look of them. Um, I I can't get past how weird that thing looks. Like I know on a table it works okay, but that's just a weird looking model. It is odd, and, and um, it's, I think that's what I like about it. Because I like when it first came out, I was like, "Cannon, Corn's using a cannon." Like I thought he didn't like. I thought he wanted to get up close and personal in combat. Like that's why you don't have any shooting in this army either, is because he wants to get over there and take your skull, not blow it off your head or blow it off your shoulders. And then they got a cannon. Plus, this thing is like steam. This is this is an engine. There's nothing pulling this. I mean, there's a demon inside it, but if you look at the back, that is definitely a motor of some sort. So they've got uh, you know a black powder or, or or you know black you know the oil running engine back in in the back there, which is which is weird for a fantasy setting. Um, Even so if you go thing. to a high fantasy setting, it's just weird looking. It's just at the end of the day, I just I can't get behind it. <laughs> really. I just I don't know what it is. It's 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 kind of like ET. It's so ugly. It's cute. I don't know. Like you got this engine <clears> running. <throat> well, you got the two demons in the front, and I thought they were pulling it when I first looked at the model. And it's no, they're like like in the old twenties movies where the gangsters would stand on the on the running boards on the side of the car and shoot at people. Yeah, no, this is definitely the witness meme mobile, as it yeah. were. But it's yeah. Yeah. I, I can see I, I get why you don't like it. I totally get it. Like it makes sense to me. Um I just I don't maybe I I don't know, maybe I'm becoming a a, a devotee of, of the corn stuff, like just in general. Like we need a new book to come out soon or we need to cover a new book so I can get off of this because I don't have the kind of money to start a whole nother army. Plus I've finally got myself down to just one really, really packed bookshelf of of models to get through, and uh, I, I don't need to buy more until I get through this. That's the whole point of cranking through these damn Space Marines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't know. So let's go through this one. So once again, you get you get your ten your ten blood letters. You got three blood crushers, um, which are different from your skull crushers. Um, yep. Do you have a preference of one over the other? Because these uh, guys skull are, crushers. Because these guys are actually more expensive. Did we talk about that last episode? Why they're yeah, more expensive? we did. Um, but just a recap: they're more expensive because their swords do mortal wounds. Their bravery is ten. You get to put models back in if you roll the one on the banner. Okay. That's and right. they benefit from the loci. So the locus is of being near corn demon heroes. Um. But they are one less wound, which is a big deal, and they're not as tanky as a skull crusher. I see. I see. Okay. But they're still if you're if you're playing straight demons, they're they're pretty good. Yeah. No, they're good shock troops for sure. Um, but in my general practice, I would definitely be taking skull crushers before blood crushers. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, blood letters now. We can you can get more attacks with the blood letters, right? Isn't that something you can do? Isn't there a way to do that? But by the time you stack it with uh, the numbers bonus, they get bonus to hit. 
and then the blood secretor adds number of attacks. There's a couple artifacts of power that can add more attacks. So they're the real damage dealer, but they're super squishy. They're very glass cannon. Right. Our skull, our uh, blood letters. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... Uh, um, I... I... I know I said I like this, and it's because I, I like that I like that cannon, and I love the the, the look. I just I love I'm really coming to like the aesthetic of these models, especially seeing other people posting them and painting like like the horns are painted up differently and things like that. You can actually add some variety to to an army that doesn't seem to have a ton of variety. <clears throat> but this particular box, um, like I said, if, if we go back to the Hey, I'm 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 buying a starter box. I'm just going to play starter box v starter box, you know, as a learning thing. This ain't the one, man. I don't think so. You don't I mean, he's the 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 chariot, the the, the blood throne. The blood throne is the is the leader, is the hero because that's a herald, right? That's a herald that rides the blood throne. Yes. So you've got a herald, you got the three, but most of the bonuses start on blood letters once you get to 20 models. Yeah. So you're only halfway there. So you're not, yeah. And if we're going just box set against box set, a lot of the rules and cool things you have and can do suddenly aren't there. Mm-hmm. But you can add to this. Uh, in fact, if you like this particular these things, I would absolutely double down on this. Get the get yeah that and a cannon, and now you got six blood crushers, and now you got a big unit of twenty blood letters. Um. You definitely want to want to go that way because this is another one where we're looking at this one's only uh, three hundred ninety points. Yeah, it's the cheapest one. Yeah, and uh, you definitely—I mean, even like I said—you double that, and you're at you're at seven eighty, and you're still only about halfway, and you and you you need you're, you're going to need more to fill this out. You definitely need more to fill this particular uh, set out. Um. I mean, I guess personally, unless you're unless you're really going to play this army and you're going to double down on one of these box sets, that's one I'd probably pass on. Yeah, I like it, but I'd pass on it. Yeah, but it's again, if it's aesthetically pleasing for you to do demons, and that's something you want to do, go for it. Um, Absolutely. But in in general, this is the weakest of the three we've talked about today. I think. Um, so, but. As with all the get started, they do have a uh, battalion. So this is the Skalix Slaughter Band, which is the contents of the box. And you assemble the Blood Throne as a Blood Throne. Yeah, it has to be a Blood uh, Throne. Yep. So they have Cometh the Slaughter. So in each of your hero phases, you pick one Slaughter Band unit that is within three inches of the enemy. And all models in the unit you pick can immediately pile in and attack with their Hellblades and Blades of Blood. Uh, so important safety feature, it does not count the, ch- the uh, blood throne itself or the juggernauts in this. So it's only the swords. The ability on this battalion is cool. But for the size of the units you have, you're not going to get the most bang for your buck out of it. No. If you've got like a you know 30 blood letters doing that for free, sign me up. Right. But you don't. You have 10. <laughs> Yeah, and that's and that's and that's the problem. I mean, if you're playing narrative with your friends, I'm certain you could still play this battalion and add to it. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, and there's no reason not to take a unit of six blood crushers and 30 blood letters, you know, and the blood throne. But if by the time you're adding into those things, you know, for, it, it's great for your for your battalion here. But once you've added in all those things, you're probably going to want to add in other things as well or other things maybe even first. Yeah. You know, so I'm saying I don't see anybody going out of their way to max out this narrative battalion. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you just already have all the models, like if you just got a bunch and you and you and you got this, and we're oh we're playing narrative, so anything you know any battalions or game, you could pick the battalion, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just don't see going out of the way for this one. Hmm. Agreed. So, but that's the three of them, and I think what we've talked about is if you're going to be getting into corn. Which hopefully by the end of this two part series, you are. Yep. Um, you're welcome, Dave. So <laughs> if you got in with two of the get started each. I'm not starting a corn army. I'm not starting. Okay, no, no, go keep, ahead. What? Keep, okay. Uh, so if you got in with two of the demon star collectings, two of the bloodbound star collectings, and the gore blade, and yeah, it's a good chunk of money, but you get your book and you get. Over 2,000 points of models plus the book, and you'll use everything you buy. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No. And that's a good chunk, and that's only like – the thing is everything you'll need and everything you want to use, you'll get in there. Um, the demon stuff is a little hinky if you went there, but – Really, all you would need to add would be like another box of blood letters to get that one unit up to 30, which mm-hmm. would be all right. Um, maybe another Slaughter Priest, the easy Bloodthirster add, or easy Wrathmongers. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go with just a couple of boxes. So, And, you know, for for an army that looks like it's only got one type of unit, you know, mm-hmm. actually, two types of unit. They got guys with tons of armor and guys in half armor. Yeah, like you know, it, and that's the thing. The, the one thing that always puts me off is I, I uh, uh, unless you play with them enough, you can't remember. I can't remember who's who. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a blood warrior, and that's a blood monger, and that's a wrath monger, and that's a wrath killer, and that's a you know. There's every a lot of blood in the names on top of it, you know, or skulls in the names. So you have trouble kind of remembering who's who. But there's actually quite a bit of variety to the models in this army. And we talked about that last episode. Um, not just a nice variety on heroes. You know, and if you're playing just corn demons, you've you got the you know, the blood letters and there's not a ton of other things that come in there. But once you get to the especially the mortals. You know, you've got a bunch of characters. You got the Blood Warriors, the Blood Reavers, the Skull Reapers, the Wrathmongers, the Skull Crushers, Korgoraths. It's like suddenly it's like, yeah, they're all a bunch of guys with axes, but they all have a specific purpose. And you can you can mix it up to play sort of what you like. You can add a unit here or a unit there, get a feel for that unit, and then decide if you want to go with more of them or not. And these these little starter sets, one or two of them as a solid base gives you that opportunity. It's like, okay, I can play with this with my friends and then start adding in, you know, swapping in and out 
single units to see how they play and find what you want. I think that that would really work with at least the blood bound the bloodbound side of of this of these uh, starter kits. But even with the demons, you're looking at a good variety of models to paint a lot of different textures. There's a lot to corn than just blood for the blood god and skulls for the skull throne. Yeah. And that's the one thing we realized doing these reviews is that there's just there's actually a bunch more to it than that. Um which suddenly makes it like an un, an unexplored little uh area here. An unmined, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh thing to do for maybe that's why I'm so excited about it. It's just not something I've done or played at all before. Yeah, and it's now, a real corn maze, as it were. Uh-huh. I can see what you did there. It was bad. That was really corny. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You got anything else? You got another one? Nope. Nope. Okay. I know these are canned jokes, but come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're terrible. You can't so, expect the cream of the crop all the time. Oh, my goodness. What is going on here? I'm going to have to start rolling my eyes. This is fantastic. This is wonderful. So, um, I'm wondering if the new versions of the book, or if they're updating the book at all to update the, uh, well, maybe they're not updating the pitched battle profiles in the back. I mean, they don't. I mean, they did that in the GHB 2018, right? Um, In addition, oh, the other thing, corn summons now. So you may want the demons to summon anyway. Oh, yeah. Duh. That's right. That box that can be always used, in, in, you could pull that one out of the background and pull up some more demons. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Where's my list? Pass the pictures. They're so beautiful. Um, oh, I don't even have it in front of me. I was looking at the wrong list. Okay. Where is the summoning in this GHB? Is it earlier or later? It's like in the middle. It's in the middle. Okay, so it's after the points. Yeah, I believe. Maybe. But regardless, you can summon all of those units for relatively cheaply. If you wanted to suddenly need it. Yeah, go. Um, Ten blood letters is four points. You can do half of that for two points. The blood throne is four points. Uh, The blood crushers are five points. So how much is a skull cannon? Skull cannon. That's uh, five points as well. Okay. So the crushers, uh, and if you make it as a cannon, are five each. The throne and the ten full ten blood letters are four. Uh, you can go with the five blood letters if you wanted for for two points. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah summoning. Jeez. Didn't even think about that. Anything you have left over extra, you can start trying to pull in. Um, that's see, I, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't played anything that really summons either. So I totally forgot about that. There's all sorts of cool things we can do here. Uh, let's see, bloodthirsters, bloodletters, flesh hounds, blood crushers. Yeah, it's all literally just the skull demon stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's the other two boxes. You can't summon anything, but this box could be used as a supplement for them to summon up backup. Yeah. So now they all are valuable again, all three of them. Mm-hmm. See that? See how this all wraps up nicely in the end? Yeah. All three are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
so that's that. I, that's actually it, isn't it? I mean, that's that is. We 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 talked four hours of corn last week, uh, and uh, now we're we're talking about the box sets, and uh, we hope you got this this whole corn package of of episodes is uh, is useful to you. Um, if there's units, if there's a. Uh, Armies that have multiple box sets, we might try this again. I kind of liked this. I thought this worked well. Yeah, Stormcast. Yeah. Uh, it's the other big one, and that is a big book. Yeah, it's a big book with a lot of lot of uh, thing getting started stuff. So, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should start wrapping it up, huh? Yeah, probably. I mean, we covered it all, and uh, this way, you know, it balances out after the four and a half hour show. So yeah, it'll so be nice it, to get a it break. works. Yeah, it all it's all good. So, um, folks, don't forget to check out After Olinor. Um, if you if you listen to the Garage Hammer, if you're into Horus Heresy stuff, we do that. It's on the Free Buddhist Network. Uh, please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. We really enjoy reading them, and we really do appreciate them, especially um, since we need to get our reviews back since iTunes dumped them all in the uh, GoDaddy slowdown fiasco. Um, yeah, you do kind of stalk that feed, don't you? I, you know, I, I don't stalk it per se, <laughs> but um, like, I mean, I, I usually once a week or something, I'll go on the iTunes just on the computer, or you know what I'm doing when I'm uploading the show. Um, I click in to add the show images and stuff like that. You can click on the MP3 and it goes to iTunes, and then you can add in the art and all that stuff. And I that's just how I do it really quickly. Oh. And so, like twice a month, I'm on. I'm using iTunes, and so when I'm done, I'll just flick over and see if there's any new reviews. So that's I, a nice I, little kernel there. Yeah, I, I don't do, you know, it's not like I stalk it, but I do enjoy them, and uh, I, I want us to get more than the uh, the rolling bad guys. So, okay, way to detassel that. Thanks. <laughs> I made three in a row, and this is the first one you laughed at. Wait, um. Uh, I'm not stock the feed. I yeah I, I yeah. It's a nice kernel right there, and uh-huh. then yeah, <laughs> I had to stop. I have to stop. If I keep laughing, I'm going to encourage you. I mean, you've literally made like ten puns in the last three minutes. I Barnett would be proud if he were here. He would be proud of you. So, <laughs> detest that. Uh, that's like putting a silk hat on a pig. It's lipstick on a pig. Uh, silk hat. Uh, oh, making a silk purse out of a sow's ear. So, uh, forget it. See, I'm no good at this. I should just stop. All right. Um, one last thing, folks. Um, we're going to do the contest next episode. So you've got until about uh, November eight or nine. Or no, not even because we got when we record. You've got probably until. Uh, Right around November Halloween. November 1st. Yeah, right around yeah. Halloween to get your reviews in if you want to get them in. Um, and we appreciate them. Also, check out the Patreon page. And before we go, we definitely want to uh, thank our sponsors again. Our uh, associate producers, Phil Elliott, Dwight Sims, and the new uh, uh, associate producer, Christopher Sanders. We want to thank our executive producers, Nick Napliotis and Big Jake. And we want to thank our newest sponsor, the other one that I did not mention, Christopher Bierga. Um, going to get them all to say thank you, guys. Thank you so much for being part of that 1% and making all the cool stuff 
that we do here uh, possible. So wonderful. Uh, you guys are just amazing, and um, we do appreciate it. So, all right, Alex. Um, you've got like tournaments up the wazoo for the next couple of weekends, and so mm-hmm. lots of lots happening. Um, yeah. So, final thought. I just gotta ask: candy do. corn, yes or no? Um, I don't mind candy corn. Um, How but dare I know, you? I know a lot of people hate it. Oh yeah. Okay. I like just... to take them and then get a little of that the the sugar paste stuff, and then if you make them into a ring. Where you put the little points toward the center, and you make a circle out of them. You could put a little confection sugar on them, and then make it out of solid ring. And then if you do another ring on top of that, and another ring on top of that, and another ring on top of that, it actually turns into a candy corn, like a big ear of corn. Did you know that? That's why they call it candy corn because you because it looks like pieces of corn. It yeah, actually, no, no, I, I got that. Yeah. It's just it's the same candy corn. They made one batch of it, and they just dig it out of the dumpsters every day after Halloween, and they just wash it off and throw it back in a bag. That's possible. That's possible. Like, there are some nasty candies, but I think candy corn is, like, the bottom of that bucket. Oh, is that the one you hate the most? Like, I don't go out of my way for it, although I found gourmet candy corn with different flavors. I did, like, I did enjoy that. No, no, candy corn is circus peanuts. So what do I know? Mm, I just can't get past the texture, and it's a peanut that tastes like a banana. That's so awesome! I love circus peanuts. I love the texture. I don't know. Boston baked beans is where it's at, but that's just me. Those are tasty. Yeah. So now that we finished up our candy corner, Uh, I got one. I got one one. right at the end of the show. I was not going to be shut out. I was not going to be left. I got one. So, uh, you know, in fact, that's it. We're done. Uh, Folks, um, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand until all others fall. Until, well, I screwed it up. Only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) What a hot ending to a hot start. You've been listening to Garage Hand. If you've enjoyed the show... Maybe consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash garagehammer. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer and Alex, that's me, is at somekindageek30. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, as well as the AOS community worldwide, you can comment on our episodes in the show thread at the Grand Alliance Forums, that's tga.community, or check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening. Okay. Did you ever see Kung Fu Hustle? No.